Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Obviously, the New South Wales Blues, they've won Game 1 and Game 2 at a combined aggregate of 76-6. to One of the most dominant performances we've ever seen on the scoreboard. Obviously, in the modern game, it's easier to score points. There are more blowouts. Momentum means more than ever. There's a lot of factors that have gone into this that I know people are saying they're the best ever. I don't know if you could go that far. I think we've got to remember Queensland won eight in a row series. Pretty impressive uh, with a couple of immortals mixed in there. So, yes, this New South Wales team is doing incredibly well at the moment. And I don't think Queensland have the squad in the NRL to be able to beat them realistically. I thought they put out much more of a fight in game two than what they did. Uh, how wrong I was at the end of the day. This New South Wales team, they are unreal. And I had a message from Aidan Newton during the week. One of my followers, mate, hope everything is going well. Thank you for this suggestion. He said to me, if Queensland could pick a team where they were allowed to pick whoever they wanted, as long as they're not New South Wales players or guys that could play for New South Wales. So you could pick guys that have pledged to Tonga, Samoa, you know, other Queenslanders, uh, like anyone else you want, except for players that are able to play for New South Wales, seven team would you pick? And I've gone through and I've made... My 1-17, to 17, I've got my 1-13 to 13 pretty much sorted. It's set in stone, um, well, pretty much set in stone. My bench became a little bit more difficult because there's a number of guys I want to fit in there, and I've sort of picked, to some extent, a bit of an unorthodox bench, uh, but I'll go through that in a minute. So this is the team that I believe could match it with the New South Wales Blues at the moment, but the thing about this Blues side is that they've got the combinations. They've got Isaiah Yo, they've got Nathan Clear, they've got Jerome Luai. They've got built combinations that have played together for a long time, so I've sort of tried to counter that a little bit, but some of the guys I've picked, I mean, they, they were going to pick themselves regardless, let's be honest here. But at fullback, um, I've stuck with a guy that Queensland could have right now. He's just been injured. I've gone with Caelan Ponga there. Obviously, a number of extremely talented fullbacks running in our, running around in our game that are uh, not eligible for New South Wales. But for me, I think KP is probably the best option. If I didn't pick Ponga at one, he's not really the sort of guy I'm happy to play at centre or on the wing. So I've gone with Callum Ponga at one, a sensational footballer. Obviously one of the few Queenslanders that is still in this side for me. My two wingers, 
I've gone with one out-and-out left winger. I've gone with Micah Sivo from the Parramatta Eels. Uh, just a fantastic finisher. So hard to bring down. So good in the air as well. I think it's very hard to go past him as far as left wingers go. I think coming out of his own end, he'd just be so damaging as well. Uh, big bodies. This is what you need in State of Origin. So Micah Sivo, he would be on the left wing for me. Over on the right, right wing, I guess you could say I've gone a little bit unorthodox, but this is a guy that's won a premiership on the right wing, and he's actually been playing there the last couple of weeks for his club anyway as he stepped aside to let Reese Walsh play one. I've gone for Roger Tuovasa Sheck. Now, for me, the two fullbacks came down to Ponga or Roger, and for me, Roger, I can play him on the wing. KP, I'm not as confident with playing him on the wing. So just because Roger is a little bit more versatile, I've seen what he can do out on the sting there. I've picked Roger out there. So obviously it gives me... A little bit of versatility having a guy like Roger, who's a fellow that you could play at one at a stretch. You could even throw him into six if you had injuries or whatnot. So I like to have that in my side. In the centers, uh, right center was a really easy one for me. I've gone for Joey Manu there. I think he's the best right center in the game outside of Tony Staggs. Uh, well, he's, he's above Tony Staggs for me at the moment anyway, but I think Tony's probably the next best right center. But Tony is eligible for New South Wales, obviously. So Joey Manu sort of picks himself at right center. There, another guy, like I said, with Roger. He can play a number of positions. He can jump into six. He can jump into fullbacks. He gives me options there if we have injuries. Uh, the other center, I've got two names written down. One's Justin Olam from the Melbourne Storm, and you'll start to notice from now on I've got a real Melbourne Storm theme throughout this team. The other one, though, is Dane Gagai. I really do think he's been sensational uh, for Queensland over the last few years. He is very, very hard to leave out of this side, to be honest with you. Olam, probably club footy has played better over the last 18 months, but Gagai at origin level, he's just been unreal. So Olam, extremely close. So I've got Gagai slash Olam. I think I would probably lean towards Dane Gagai just because I've seen what he can do on the big stages. He's had a really tough gig this year, but I think he's had guys around him that haven't really helped his cause either. So I'm going to go with Dane Gagai there. Justin Olam, he has missed out by a whisker here, realistically. Very unlucky not to make this side, especially because I have got so many Storm players, which you'll start to see as we move on. Let's move into the halves. And really easy for me here, Cameron Munster. He retains his jersey at 5'8". I think this was uh, an obvious one for me. And if I'm going with Cam Munster at 6, it only makes sense to pick his Melbourne Storm half-partner, uh, Jerome Hughes. Now, obviously, a number of sevens in our game are doing really well at the moment. Adam Reynolds, uh, you know, Mitch Moses wasn't his best game the other night, but a lot of these guys are New South Wales fellas. Nathan Cleary, obviously. I think Jerome Hughes, he's probably the best of the next bunch. I would have him over DCE if I could. Uh, Jerome Hughes is just playing unreal footy, and I think he's probably more suited to the modern game and the way that Origin is played at the moment over Daly Cherry Evans, who's more of a bit of an old-schooler sort of footballer. So my halves, I've gone for Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes. Obviously, the Melbourne Storm combination. As I said, the big thing about the New South Wales Blues is the combinations they've got of these Penrith boys. I would be counting that with the combinations of the Melbourne Storm boys that they've got going at the moment, which is unbelievable. My front rowers uh, gone a little bit unorthodox. Some people might think I think it's riding on the wall, though. I've gone Jason Taumalolo in the front row. His metres in origin would be unreal. Isn't being properly utilised in North Queensland at the moment, but I think if you were to put him into origin, I think he would just excel. He's just that sort of a guy that loves a challenge, loves to take on anything you possibly can. In this arena, he'd be unreal, and he's the sort of guy that Queensland really need. To partner him, the Penrith juggernaut, probably the best front rower in our game right now, in my opinion, James Fisher-Harris. I know at the start of the year, uh, Buzz Rothfield had him in his top 10 players in the game, and a lot of people pushed back on it. 
what he does in his position, I think he is the best front rower in our game, and he should be in the top tier players in our game. I would even say he's closer to the top five or six than the top ten, to be honest with you. So James Fisharis, he picks himself in the front row there for me. A couple of Kiwi Kiwi boys that are going to be in this side, along with a lot of the Tongan boys, Jason Taumalolo included. At nine, I've gone with Harry Grant. I do think he is the best hooker in the competition. We just haven't seen enough of him. Reed Marnie, another guy that came into calculations, but me, Harry Grant, you can't possibly go past him at the moment. I just think he's an unbelievable footballer. And if I've got Grant at nine, you can probably guess where his little partner down in Melbourne is playing as well. But we'll get to him in a second. My second rowers got a real international blend here. I've gone on the left side. I've gone for Viliami Kikau uh, from the Penrith Panthers. Obviously, just a juggernaut. His big body would be so lethal. You, if you picture this team, you would have Kikau on the left side with Cameron Munster and with Ponga floating around there. I think this side would be very, very dangerous. A lethal edge there. So Viliami Kikau He's the guy that I would pick as my left edge back rower. He would cause a lot of havoc, and he would distract a lot of eyes as well. He'd be very dangerous. On the right side, as I said, international blend. I've gone for a guy that's not actually in the NRL. I'd be sending an SOS call. I'd be calling out Johnny Bateman. I think this guy would be sensational in origin. He's a bit like Sam Burgess, Gareth Ellis, these sort of guys. He's just built for the big, tough stages. Uh, we've seen what's happened to the Canberra Raiders since John Bateman has left. There's been a lot that's gone on there, but I think it's the most underrated factor in all this that John Bateman did leave. So Johnny Bateman, he is a guy that I would definitely bring over to play on the right edge in this Queensland team if I could. 13, picks himself, had to be in this team somewhere. He's been unreal for the last 18 months. It is Brandon Smith. So obviously I've got Harry Grant and I've got Brandon Smith. As I've always said to you guys, and I think we've been distracted over the last few weeks by Brandon Smith, he's a fantastic nine. He's probably the second or third best nine in the competition for me, uh, but he can't go 80 minutes. He can't play huge minutes. Harry Grant can, so he would be my nine, and I go with Brandon Smith at 13. And let's be honest here, Brandon Smith, he's probably a top three lock forward in our game, depending on what you want. And in origin, I think he would play a perfect role as well. You've got enough ball players in this team to sort of move around without having a Victor Radley type player there. The meters that the Chiefs would make, he would just be unbelievable, especially off the back of Tao Malolo, James Fisher-Harris, kick out some of the big boys I've got on the bench too. I think Cheese is a fantastic pick at 13 there. His ruck speed would be unreal. And Harry Grant, Cam Munster, Jerome Hughes, they would get on the back of that. They'd be unreal. As I said, you look at the Penrith Panthers in the moment, they've got the halves and they've got Isaiah Yo, big connection. Here I've got the halves, the hooker, and the lock forward, which is massive for this Queensland team to have that whole Melbourne Storm blend within it. On the bench is where it got really tough. Uh, I sort of toiled around with not having a utility because I have got, you know, two hookers in my forward pack. I've got RTS and Manu that can shift around, play anywhere. I've got Munster that can shift around and play anywhere. Uh, But I ended up going for a utility. And the guy I've gone for is a guy, he can play a bit of hooker, he can play in the halves as well. Bit of a smaller, nippy body. Uh, Bit of a controversial one. He's injured at the moment, but I've gone for Cody Nikarima. I think he's been fantastic for the last year or so over there at the New Zealand Warriors. And I think if you were to surround him... bring him into this game and surround him with these big bodies in these forward packs and these guys that play front foot footy in the back line, I really think he would be lethal the way that he's able to square players up and just create space for big guys then roll off the back of it. I think Nick Arima, he would cause a lot of headaches in this side. Then we've got my two front rowers that I've picked and I was sort of tossing up here with three guys. I had Adam Fanua Blake, Jared Rhea Hargraves and Takiyaho. I was going to pick 
two of these three fellas. I've gone for Adam Fanua Blake. He was the first one I picked. If you watched the New Zealand Warriors the other night, he was unreal. We saw the NRL players poll the other day. I think he came back as the top front row four, which is crazy considering he hasn't really played much footy this year, so he must have left a big impact when he has played those guys over the last year or so. Adam Fanua Blake coming off the bench, he'd be unreal. I'd have Tao Malolo, James Fish-Harris to play the first 25, 30 minutes and then bring AFB on. I think he'd cause real havoc. I would also bring him on with a bit of an older head, not really that explosive sort of guy, just reliable as all hell. I would bring on Jared Rhea Hargraves. Takiaho, he's just missed this side for me. I just think Jared Rhea Hargraves, the way that he's playing at the moment, the aggression he brings, just got origin written all over it. I know a lot of us hate... Uh, we love to hate Jared Rhea Hargraves, but he really is a fantastic footballer and a fantastic leader, which leaves me with one more spot. And as you guys know, when I sort of build my teams, I traditionally go for sort of a guy that can play out on the edge or in the middle, bit of a versatile sort of fella. And I've got three names written down here, and I honestly could have gone for any of the three. The first one is Luke Thompson from Canterbury. He's a guy that I strongly considered. Another Pom as well who's been sensational. I think that if he was in a Rooster system or a Melbourne Storm system, we'd be talking about him as one of the best players, one of the best forwards in our game without a doubt. I think he just flies under the radar at Canterbury a little bit. The next guy is Tohu Harris. Obviously got injured the other night for the New Zealand Warriors, but a, like a true warrior. Uh, just the, it just epitomizes uh, his club's name, sort of like Simon Mannering reincarnated. Tohu Harris, I I think that he would absolutely love this big stage. But the guy that I'm sort of leaning toward. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Then it's a guy that if you would have said to me, will, will, will you ever pick this guy in a rep team at the start of the year? I would have said, no, not a hope in hell. But the way that he's playing at the moment, I mean, could you leave Isaiah Papali'i out of this side? I just think he's been unreal. What he was doing on the edge the other night for the Parramatta Eels, running off Nathan Brown, just so lethal. And you could put him on an edge. You could play him in the middle and he would just wreak havoc. I mean, if you manage to have Papali'i, Adfanua Blake, and, of course, Brandon Smith on the field at the same time. Can you imagine the metres you're getting? You're just going to be on the front foot for eternity. So, as much as I love Luke Thompson, think he's very underrated. And Tohu Harris, he is just a tackling bot. He is solid as all hell. Defensively, he is so strong. I think the X factor of, of Isaiah Papali'i coming off the bench, I think that would be unreal. To be able to bring him and Adam Fanua Blake into the fray after the first 25, 30 minutes, that would be sensational. With Jared Rhea Hargraves just, just evening things up a little bit. The team that I genuinely think could give Queensland a real run for their money, to be honest with you. Guys that were hard to leave out. Obviously, Tohu Harris, Luke Thompson, two guys that were really tough. Justin Olam was very unlucky. I'm still not sure if I've made the right decision there, but Gagai, I just think origin-wise, he's done enough over the last few years. Uh, Takiaho, another one that was very, very unlucky not to make this side. I had a look at Sean Johnson, too, as a potential utility guy. Uh, just the fact that Nick Arima could also play Jersey 14, I just think he offers a little bit more, and I think he'd be a little bit more 
more scarier to bring into this contest. He's a guy that just takes himself into the game straight away. Sean Johnson, he sort of eases his way into games of football. So as a utility, I think Nick Arima, he'd probably be a more dangerous guy. I guess the big question is, do I think this team could beat the New South Wales Blues? And to be honest with you, yes, I do. Um, as you all know, I think the, the Melbourne Storm are going to topple uh, this Penrith Panthers side in the grand final last year. I've been saying it for a while now. Uh, so I do think that if you were to get Munster and Hughes together with Grant and with Brandon Smith in the same team, they'd be so damaging. And then, I mean, you just look at that front row rotation, the big bodies that are going to be coming at New South Wales all day, which is something they haven't had to deal with in this Origin Series. Let's be honest here. Josh Papali's played one game. Christian Welsh has played one game in 10 minutes. It was a little bit closer in those contests. But once those guys come off, the bench improved in game two, but it was nothing like what they'd have to deal with here. We're talking Adam Fanua Blake. We're talking Isaiah Papali'i, Jared Rhea Hargraves. I just think it would be lethal. I would back this team to beat New South Wales. Would I back them to beat them every single time? No, no way. This New South Wales side, they are a serious force to be reckoned with. The combos and the connections they've got are second to none. I would back this team to beat them on a day, but I wouldn't back them to beat them in every single day. I think what the Blues has done has been incredibly impressive. But this team, they would be a serious handful. You'd be spending a number of days in the ice bath over the, after this contest. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 